0: Revenue Rhino, I'm Brad Hammond, and this is the Lifelong Customer Podcast. We're interviewing successful sales and marketing leaders and discussing ways in which they're building lifelong relationships with their customers. Welcome to the Lifelong Customer Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Hammond, and today I have Rich from Xsensi. Rich, it's really nice to have you on.
1: Yeah, thanks for having me. We're excited as a company and myself to be a part of this, so thanks a lot.
0: Absolutely. I'm really excited too. So, to kick us off, maybe you could just tell me a bit about yourself, your company, who you are, and what you're doing, all that.
1: Yeah, for sure. So, I am the head of sales for Extend Team. So, I oversee the whole sales and marketing side of the company. I've been in the vacation rental, short term rental industry for 18 years. And I founded a full service property management company in 2005 in Park City. And I co-founded a cleaning company and services company there too and grew that to over 600 units. So all of that in Park City. And since then, I've been involved in consulting for hospitality companies, managing departments in larger organizations, directing sales for organizations, and multiple vendors in the vacation
0: rental space. That's very cool. Yeah. I love it. So just for the audience's perspective, you're head of sales. What market are you going after like, who are our prospects? What's the industry? All is
1: <laughs> Yeah, for sure. So we are solely involved in the rental industry. So really the vacation rental industry, short-term rentals, and also long-term single family, multifamily rentals as well. So really that's our segment. We target property managers, professionally managed companies within that space, also vendors within that space. So we work with a lot of different vendors and partners throughout both sides too.
0: Very cool. And then what is this recently, last quarter, currently today, looked like from a sales perspective? What are maybe some of the challenges you've faced and ways in which you've addressed them? Hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, I can even go back as far, even as last year, as things have changed with the economy, etc. So Extend Team, we had amazing growth in 2022. It was an exciting year for us, especially at the beginning of the year, too. That leads to a lot of different challenges, right? Organizational challenges. We have to create real, true standard operating procedures, establishment of new departments, but also communication between the departments too. So with all of those challenges, we became an EOS company. For people out there that don't know what EOS is, is Entrepreneurial Operating System. It's a way that you structure your company. So... With those challenges that we had really as an organization, as a company, we had to establish true structure. And by doing that, we spent a majority of last year really getting involved with EOS and making that a staple for everybody within our
0: company. That's very cool. So would you say EOS has helped you kind of adapt and respond to you know changes in, in the industry, changes in the economy, all that stuff?
1: Yeah, I think it gives you a better focus. It really makes you concentrate on what is the most important decisions that the company needs to make. We make those as a core team, meeting quarterly. We have weekly level 10 meetings, just like every other EOS company does too. And it really helps us to focus on what the real important drivers are for us to get to our goals, whatever those yearly goals are or those quarterly goals, it really helps us to focus on all of that stuff.
0: I love that. When it comes to identifying new sales opportunities, so prospecting, outreach, all that stuff, how have you gone about that? Is it traditional picking up the phone? Is it LinkedIn? What's been the main strategy?
1: Yeah. So with both multifamily and with vacation rentals, there's lots of events to go to throughout the year. So last year, I think we attended 28 separate events throughout the year, lots of traveling oh. last year, both in multifamily, single family, and the vacation rental space. So attending those events where like the industry leaders are at is one of the main drivers for what we're doing. Through those events, you have property managers showing up there, lots of investors, lots of um, individuals that are just getting started in the business. So we hear from all of those people. So not only our peers, but our partners, uh, all of our potential clients are there. So that's the main driver. And I'd say we also solicit feedback from our current partners. Kudos to our partner success department for handling all of those things. Really having good relationships with our current partners and learning from them what, how their needs change, what their current needs are, what they might like to see in the future. We really keep an eye on all of those things and then make decisions from there. So also like this, trends in podcasts, webinars, and just learning from those too. So keeping up with all of that.
0: Absolutely. And what does that look like? So you meet with someone at an event and then maybe grab their contact information, identify an opportunity and kind of follow up with them. What what does that process look like more specifically?
1: For sure. So I think more so you are in contact with those property managers or other vendors, et cetera, prior to these events. So Mm. if we've had initial discussions prior to the events, that's the key. And then actually meeting the people in person really shows trust, creates trust, creates a relationship. And sometimes it takes several meetings before someone is actually ready to move forward with remote staffing. Not everybody's ready. It sometimes takes some time. You know, they say, ah, this is a great idea. Never quite thought about this before, but we're having trouble now finding people locally and the talent isn't that great. We have people that are leaving, you know, this whole quiet quitting sort of situation and great resignation. So all of those factors played into a lot of companies that have never thought about remote staffing before now getting involved with that. So really getting in touch with those companies and then showing how we can really affect their companies in a positive way.
0: Absolutely. Do you find people just pull the trigger on it right away or do you need to nurture them along for a bit and share content and resources and all that?
1: Well, I think that answer is yes and no. I think some people are ready at a given point in time they may have heard about extend team before they may have spoken to one of our partners they may have seen a testimonial from one of our actual team members working at those partners so if they've seen those things or had a correct conversation with someone they might be ready to just get started right away that trust has already been built through others that's great for us and that's been happening a lot more often now that we're established and our name is getting around the industry quite a bit more so that happens i would say more often than not it takes a few conversations to really really get the idea that we're adding a lot of value to what we're doing and the person that's stepping into that position is going to really help them from the beginning and really get involved with their company so i think it's a good mix of both things
0: absolutely so if someone expresses interest and they're like yeah this is a great idea we're thinking about it etc but they're not ready to like sign the contract today. Well, what are some things that you'll do that kind of keep that deal moving along? And is it follow up with them every week until they say yes or send them the latest article on this or that? Or what? what's your strategy there?
1: Yeah, I think seeing real information, right? Customer testimonials, customer video testimonials, Speaking with a customer of ours, that does it quite a bit. Seeing and seeing a testimonial from a team member talking about how they've generated millions of dollars of reservation revenue for a particular company, hearing them articulate exactly what they're doing on a day-to-day basis for a particular partner. Hearing the real information, the real people that are involved in it, I think has a, a big impact. On the decision-making of, of someone. So the more that we can show those things, I could talk all day long about having 300 plus team members working for vacation rental companies right now. Yeah, that's fine. I can make up any number that I would want to really, and somebody would be there, believe it or not. But to see that real, those real people in front of them And hearing their stories, I think, is what really will push people over the edge to take the step and work with us.
0: Absolutely. And how does that get pushed out? Like, do you essentially just like work through a list of people that maybe last week we chatted and this week emailing them like some of this stuff? Or how do you get the information in front of them, those testimonials and maybe set them up with a customer to chat with, et cetera?
1: Yeah, for sure. So I think it depends on the partner. So I mean, we go through everything just like with the CRM, just like any other sales organization does. I work through partners that we are very close to closing. We have A level, B level, C level, those kinds of things. And the partners that we're really getting close to closing, we're probably talking to them a little bit more often. Sometimes that's picking up the phone. Sometimes that's organizing a Zoom meeting. Sometimes it's sending an email with a testimonial attached. I think it's all dependent upon the partner and really what they're looking for, really getting a true feel of that partner and how they want to be communicated with too. So it's a really consultative approach to each partner that we work with as to how we communicate with them or how often for that matter. And We should have good notes and, and realize this partner probably doesn't want to be spoken to for another three months that's out of task in there to really make sure that it's not that 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 happens, that nobody is getting in touch with them a week from now to say, hey, we're just checking in. No, that's not our that's not our thing. But yeah. if we're getting close to working with a partner, we might be talking to them a lot more frequently and really pushing the idea of getting started sooner than later so that there's no backlog in, in, in finding the person that really fits their role. That's a big part of what
0: we're doing. Absolutely. Let's talk about the future. So Sounds like a lot of these events are working really well for you. What are some things you're planning on being key drivers of growth as we head into this year? And maybe what are some trends, some things you're keeping your eye on in terms of strategies, tactics, stuff to grow?
1: Yeah, definitely. So some key growth drivers, constant evolution is what I preach all the time. Having awareness of what the companies and individuals need we need to continually expand the offerings that we have so we can appeal to every size operator that's out there whether the person has five units under their own management or 20 or 50 or 200 we need to provide a solution for all of those people and we can take those smaller companies with 10 15 units under management if we can provide a solution to them and help them grow to 200 units that would be phenomenal that would be the ideal situation right and we're talking about lifelong customer podcast that would be exactly what we're trying to do here too we're creating the lifelong customer hopefully so really coming up with new trends and things that are happening you know providing uh we're working on a shared service model so that's a big thing that we're doing for this year We'll, we'll launch that at some point i'm hoping in the first half of this year it looks like we're on track for that too That'll really help us get in front of a lot of the smaller management companies that might not be looking for our full-time team member to be part of their company, but may need a shared service for 24-7, lighter service for them. So we're working on that. Integrating with more partners in the industry, right? Team approach. We are looking for that team approach throughout the industry, working with the right partners throughout the industry to strengthen what not only we can offer to our partners, but show them that we have trusted people throughout this industry that can also grow their business. So really teaming up with the right companies in our industry pushes us a lot further. Team approach. And I I think you said about trends. So uh, trends in the industry, I think I'd say three big things. Direct booking is one. Property managers, professional property managers, all looking for direct booking. So for better or for worse, Airbnb, has created explosive growth in our industry. People refer to booking a vacation rental as we got an Airbnb, right? So we we're—I was just talking about this today through a LinkedIn post of someone. Um, people are now referring to a, a vacation rental as an Airbnb. This happens, right? And there's a lot of good advertising coming out from Airbnb, and it's thick. That's
0: funny. I—I I think I do it too. I'm in an Airbnb right now, so it's like <laughs> that's right. So people, yeah. so.
1: So that point is, you know, people don't even know who the management company is that's actually managing that unit. They feel it's just Airbnb. You know, most of the time, there's a person or in a lot of instances, there's a company that's managing that unit. So by booking direct, maybe the person can benefit both monetarily and by getting better services from that actual management company by booking direct. So. (laughs) That's a big trend. Advocacy is another one. We're always talking about things changing to rules and regulations in all different cities or municipalities or states with regards to vacation rentals. Sometimes this negatively, in fact, impacts businesses that are already there, neighborhoods, et cetera. Campaigning for the fair rights of vacation rentals throughout these areas is at the forefront right now. I think so let me see, one more thing. I'd say finally, sustainability is another big a big thing that's being pushed throughout the industry. So it goes Absolutely. without saying, property managers changing things like LED light bulbs, this has been happening for a while, but going even a lot further than that and recycling properly and everything else, caring for the environment. There's a huge impact that vacation rentals has on the environment. So that's a big push too. And it's not only for property managers, but companies like ours as well. Events that we have, having our events be more sustainable. It shows you're a leader in the industry for sure, let alone helping the world in so many ways too, but sets you apart from others in a crowded space for sure.
0: Absolutely. Well, Rich, it's been amazing to have you on. Thanks so much for joining the podcast and sharing all your wisdom and insights. Yeah. Thanks so much for
1: having me. And I really appreciate it. Absolutely.